Hi, I'm Pastor Kenneth Olusanya of the Vivify Ministries, and it is my joy that your heart is awakened to the finished works of Christ with such powerful simplicity. Are you ready? All right, here we go. Praise the Lord. I want to specially welcome you again this evening. Thank you so much for being here. What a year we have had. My goodness. One, one thing that I want to publicly appreciate the name of the Lord for, uh, amongst other things, which I still will appreciate. I mean, this is, as much as this is a teaching, it's also a time to reflect and give thanks. It's a thanksgiving service. Um, God has been good. God has been faithful. Hasn't he, guys? He's been amazing. One thing I want to thank him for is the privilege of this platform, this ministry called Vivify. The privilege to serve these people, wonderful people that are in this ministry, that are part of this ministry. And that, yes, that includes you. I want to say a big thank you to God. Looking at the year in hindsight, I'm just like, man... Do you realize that we did not miss a single Sunday? And I want you to hear this. We did not miss a single Sunday where we didn't have Bible study. All through the year. You check it out. You confirm it yourself. Every single week that went by, we had service. You know, we could have just excused and said, you know, this is the end of the year. Let's just relax. Let everybody sit back. We had service every single sunday and those of you who showed up for every single one yes i can name a few you guys are exceptional i see it and i appreciate you i appreciate the consistency i appreciate the loyalty and i'm sure that you've been blessed for it so thank you thank you so much i i thank you and i celebrate you i also want to celebrate um the the vivify executives some of the leaders that are here you know some of them already uh, if you're here and you're listening, you should be here. <laughs> uh, I want to say a special thank you. You are some of uh, the best gifts anybody can receive, right? Um, God has gifted me with amazing people. And it's just, we've only just scratched the surface. There's so much that should be should uh, continue. I want to celebrate all of you. There's so much that we have to do in the years to follow. Thank you so much. I wish I could mention all the names. Um, but I know I see what you do. I see what you do, and I'm super, super grateful. Um, yeah, super, super grateful. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm just so grateful for this year, honestly. Um, and many of you can share in that, right? You know that this year, 2021, some of you graduated. Yes, yeah, some of you graduated this year. Some of you got new jobs. Some of you made new friends. Friends you never thought you were going to make. Friends that changed the entire story of your life. Yes, that's that's some of you. Some of you survived certain sicknesses and you thrived over them. Um, some of you experienced many miracles. Financial miracles. Physical miracles. Right? Several miracles. Some of you got healings this year. Yes, I know a couple of people that personally... That I know. You know, one particular lady who has worn glasses all her life this year you know at crazy love conference she she was able to see uh this is a very personal story she she could see clearly without the glasses you know until tomorrow she she doesn't use that there's a place she tells me she keeps her glasses stored away in one place not touched it's there 
and that's just because God is so kind. It's not about our power or holiness. It's God. It's God in action. And we'll see. Oh my goodness. I wish I have so much time to tell you what the year looks like next year. But it's going to be extremely charismatic. We said this year is our supernatural year. Oh, I think I spoke too soon. <laughs> oh, next year. Hmm. You just get ready. You just get ready. See, and God is doing something in Nigeria. And even across the world, he's launching a lot of ministries, including ours, into a very charismatic and prophetic season. A season where the things we say matter the most. Every single action we take matters for the many years to come. That's what I mean. Um, it's, it's something to get ready for. It's something that I want you to participate right but that's it and that's next year and it's going to be excellent it's going to be amazing some of you saw prophecies fulfilled right before your eyes some of you experienced so much favor look there's so much to be thankful to god for but see let's leave this year as it was right next year will be even better and some of you that attended stretch some weeks back you understand what i'm saying you know you know what i mean right next year will be better you know next year can be seamless and smooth for you amidst trials that come your way amidst the circumstances you can rise above them in every famine there will always be people that have plenty every time we've seen the examples in the bible and that's the sustenance of god many of you in the year 2022 will be sustained divinely by the riches of god in the name of jesus you'll be sustained sustenance i see it Thank you, Jesus. Well, you see, next year, the worst thing that you can do is to step out of line with God's plan for your life. If you're talking about places that are unsafe, places that are dangerous all over the world, you might talk of Afghanistan, where there are a lot of wars and military action. There's fighting the Taliban. You're talking about Middle East, very dangerous place. You know, you're talking about the, the Antarctic where there are icebergs melting and everywhere is unsafe. Let me tell you, the, uns the unsafest place to be is outside of God's will for your life. Outside of God's plan for your life. And if you're going to thrive next year and do better than you did this year, you will have to be aligned to God's will. You will, ha have, you will have to walk the path God has prepared for you. And that's why this evening... We're going to be talking about a very important teaching that, that really solidifies the leading of God in anyone's life. It's a teaching to re-listen and re-listen to. It's one to get guidance on this. And, and I try to make sure I'm not just constraining this to a point-by-point -point thing. It's, it's a dynamic thing. It's a dynamic concept. But it helps give you a guidance on how to be aligned with God's will. That, and that's what you need. Every one of us. Every one of us. We are, a lot of us, naturally, we are control freaks. And if you're a control freak out there, I salute you. I say, hi, welcome to class. This is for you. You know, for the ones who are confused, I say, well, hi, welcome to class. This is also for you. For the one who is unsure, uncertain, this is for you. For the one who is certain and already knows where they're headed, this is for you. Because it's going to solidify the things you already know and show you even much more. Are you ready for Bible study this evening? Are you ready? Are you sure you are? Can you open your Bible 
to the book of Proverbs. It's a very beautiful scripture. Go to the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 3. From verse 5 to 6. Are you with me, guys? All right, let's open our Bibles there. Proverbs chapter 3. From verse 5 to 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Look, this is a scripture that I'm so grateful I had the privilege of, of coming across when I was much younger. It always, always hits home. It starts by saying, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding do not rest do not trust your own understanding because many of you many of us are so brilliant and so smart we know so much and this scripture is saying oh god i understand and you are a sharp guy you are smart your intellect they they solid but don't trust in it trust in the lord with all of your heart, not a part of your heart. Don't put a section where, you, okay, you know, God, for this one, eh, I'll trust you. When it comes to money, let me just sort it out. She be at one that said, if we want to eat, we should work, right? Don't worry, I'll sort out the money part. But this part, don't worry, you do this one. Uh, God, this one, okay, you handle this um, aspect, my academics, you know, I, I'll handle this one. He says, look, in everything, trust God with all, all of your heart. In all your ways. It's the word all for me. Say all, guys. If you're a Yoruba person, you probably sound like you're talking about a rented room or a space. You know, <laughs> deck the halls. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah. In all, all your ways, acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. And it's not saying some of your ways, in some of you. All your ways acknowledge him the word acknowledge means um, as much having knowledge of him and involve that knowledge in all your ways right in knowledge of him in knowledge of his will in knowledge of his character in knowledge of his nature in, in knowledge of his priorities and, in, and and use that as a reference in all your ways that's the point right um, and he will do what direct your path I love the sequence of these things, right? If you trust in the Lord, he will always direct your path. If you acknowledge him, he will always direct your path. It's, it's symbiotic. It's, it's, it's expected. Praise the name of Jesus. So the truth is the worst thing you can do in the year 2022 is to deviate from the plan and the path of God. And that's why we need to have a path check. That's the, the title of this teaching. We've had such an amazing journey so far, don't you think? Um, it's this recalibration series. It has been a series to call you to order. To say, you know what, bro, sis, sit up. Open your eyes. Shine your eyes. Are you in order? That's what this teaching series has been. It's been an, uh, an, a, a wake-up call, a clarion call to many of us, myself inclu inclusive. And look, there is a path, there is a plan 
there is a way things ought to be according to God's plan, are you in line with it? Are you aligned with it? And this is called a path check because let me tell you, this, this is what distinguishes the outcome of your life amongst every other thing, amongst every other factor. The outcome of your life is directly tied with the question, are you towing the path God has set for your life? And this is not me trying to say that, okay, you know what? God had predestined from the beginning of the world that you will be a doctor. God predestined Sister Bissi that from the beginning of the world she will be an Akara seller or a Puff Puff seller. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that there is a path to follow. And it's not labeled or it's not always labeled. It's not Akara seller or tailor or doctor. It's a path. It's a journey. And every step of the way has its own labels. Every step has its own labels. Every step has its own characteristics. And God wants that you pass every phase as he wants you to. It, he's Lord over your life and he wants that you trust him in everything. Praise the name of Jesus. You know, I've always said in the past that in the process of everyone's life, that, that the process of everyone's life is unique right i always say it and you can characterize it by um certain p's right the path of a person is unique the pace of a person is also unique the problems of a person is also unique there is nobody on this on the, in this life called life <laughs> um that has the same path that has the same pace that has the same problems and I've, i mean if you follow this ministry long enough you already know how uh what these things mean how i've explained them the the, the path simply means the direction that you tow right the, the the path and and the truth is no two people have the exact same path if two people are meant to be presidents of a country they can't both be president of the same country at the same time if you're going to be an author, same as someone else, you can't write the same books as someone else. So your paths can be similar, very similar, you know, but they will never be the same. Your path can be similar with someone else, but they will never be the same. It's not possible. Just think about the uniqueness you have amongst seven plus, seven billion plus people in the world. That's, that's very unique. And that says a lot. So you can't have the same path. You can't have the same pace. You know, the same pace as, as other people in achieving those things. So even if you have a similar path, you know, you want to be a you want to be a doctor, you know, or God would want you to be a doctor because serving as a doctor will do so many things for his plans for your life and for other people. Guess what? Dr. Lagbaja immediately after school just get into med school after high school get into med school you know the first uh, six seven years gets bags his degree becomes an, a doctor gets a job in one of the top hospitals maybe a john hopkins hospital in the u.s and starts working there and you're like wow what an amazing guy and you look at your life and you first studied law your first degree <laughs> You do like law, Sha. You know, so let me do economics. You did economics. You did it for a while. 
I'm still not feeling this thing. I feel like saving lives, man. You maybe you watched Spider-Man No Way Home and you you know you heard that statement where he said Peter Parker said, and sorry, this is a, this is not a spoiler alert, anyways. But Marvel fans, uh, you know, you watched No Way Home and you you heard that part where he said, you know, you, I can't save everyone, and you were like, no. What are you saying, Peter Parker? You can, and I'll prove it. I want to be a doctor. I want to save everyone. And you now said, no, let me take this path to becoming a doctor. Now spend another seven good years, five to seven good years. It takes a long time before you even get a good job as a doctor. Maybe you start in one local general hospital and you start to climb your way, climb your way before you're well known, before you can save the caliber of people you want to save. Just an example. When you look at these two people, they become doctors eventually. But one's process was smooth. One's pace was fast. The other person was pretty slow, you know, but still at the end of the day, they got to where they were supposed to. And the problems are also distinct. The problems are always are also distinct. The problems we face on this path, they are distinct. When you look at the life of David and you look at the life of Joseph, these people were going to be rulers of their nation. Joseph, the ruler, prime minister of Egypt, and David, the king of, of Israel. But when you look at the path of David, you see victory upon victory. This guy killed a bear. He killed a lion. This guy was anointed. This guy later on killed Goliath, sung many songs. This guy, I mean, this guy was just famous. This guy was just having a smooth ride. Of course, he had some challenges where he was, you know, targeted, you know, he was you know, a target for assassination but God saw him through God helped him escape and he became king when you look at the life of Joseph this is a guy that had big dreams things were looking looking so good but his brothers threw him in a pit lied to their father that he died took him from there to, to slavery from slavery to the prison suffering suffering year after year till he was finally remembered and came out so you always have obstacles and problems that are unique to you and you alone, right? It could be family problems. It could be personal problems. What I'm saying is that you are unique. And it's important that you understand that you're unique so that you can appreciate the call of God on your life. So that you can appreciate the path that God would have you to. Praise the name of Jesus. I hope that makes sense. CM, this teaching is so important because if you miss out on the path, that God has set for you. You may not necessarily struggle initially, but eventually you notice that there won't be a satisfaction. There won't be support from God. God does not support what he doesn't endorse. God doesn't endorse what is not his will. That's how God works. And support from God is not in glamour. It's not in wealth. You know, people just have this idea that, see, if you're walking in God's plan, Look, things should be a smooth ride. You know, you would have fame, you have fortune. Nah. If you want to know what success is, if you want to know what support from God is, like the sponsorship of God, it is marked with sustainable results and resources. So I'll give you an example. This is all introductory, right? I'll give you an example. When you want to look at the lives of certain people and ask, were these people sponsored by God? Paul the Apostle, if, you, if those, of you, those of you who read the, the epistles, you'll see that many times Paul was writing to defend his apostleship. You see it in 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, 
You see it in Galatians. You, you see him trying to defend his apostleship, trying to prove to these people that see him, I'm an apostle. <laughs> I still am an apostle. Why? Because many times this guy was suffering. This guy suffered. This guy went through a lot of things. You know, the people said, is this one really an apostle? Now you, you kill Jesus. Well, he did kill Jesus. Or he did help in the killing of Jesus' followers. Well, now you kill Jesus. Why is he only you suffering? Uh-huh. Why? Why? And he's like, see, even in my bonds, even in Philippians, when he wrote it in chains, you know, he's still telling them, like, look, I am called by God, not by men. I'm an apostle from the Lord Jesus Christ directly. You know, but when you look at his life, you might not see the wealth, you might not see the cars, you might not see the houses, you might not see the riches, but you can see results. <laughs> what God called him to do, was he seeing it? Yes. God called him to be an apostle, to evangelize the Gentile nations. Did he do that? Did, he, did many people turn to the Lord Jesus Christ? Absolutely. The miracles follow that? Yes. A thousand times, yes. But there are always resources that he needed made available. Yes. And that's what success looks like. When you start to define success by what pop culture defines as success, when you start to see success as that beautiful family with the right with the matching pajamas on social media and they're all happy and nice, you know, they took the picture in their private jet. Look people have their definitions of success but i tell you it will never be the same as what god says success as so if you never enter a private jet in your life if you never have up to a million naira ever in your account but you are consistently yielding the results that god wants you to to, to yield you are consistently aligned with his will for your life my brother my sister you are successful mark my words and it, it matters more in eternity than you ever imagine you're more successful than the richest person in the world who is out of god's will for his life that's what i'm trying to say that's the perspective i want you to have let me show you some of the things that that paul went through and and it just proves that when it comes to the path of god it's not by we don't define success of our journey by what people define success as open your bibles to second corinthians 11 go to verse 23 let's go there quickly oh glory to god second corinthians 11 from verse 23 we'll read till verse 28 are you there glory to god he says, are they ministers of Christ? This is an example of when he's trying to defend him, um, himself and his apostleship. Are they ministers of Christ? He said, I speak as a fool. I am more. In labor's more abundant. He's saying, look, these people that are saying they're apostles and ministers, I'm also a minister. In fact, I am more. In labors, I labor more abundantly. In stripes above measure. Stripes means beatings and, and sufferings. In prisons more frequently since you have entered prisons more frequently than anyone else in deaths often of the Jews five times received I 40 stripes save one five times he received 39 39 stripes right 25 thrice I was beaten with rods once I was stoned and if you read the account of when he was stoned in the book of Acts 
you'll see that he some scholars believe he actually died and um he was raised to life it was that bad thrice i suffered shipwreck in night and a day i've been in the deep i mean the deep talks about the deep parts of the waters in journeys often he's always journeying from one place to another in perils in the danger and perils of water in danger and perils of armed robbers and, and pirates on, on on the ship in perils by his own countrymen in perils by the gentiles in perils in the city in perils in the wilderness in perils in the sea in perils among false amongst false brethren in weariness and painfulness in watchings often in hunger and thirst in fasting often in cold and nakedness come on look this guy suffered besides those things that are without that's which comment upon me daily the care of all the churches so he says aside from the things that are that happen physically and outside you know on the outside there is also the concern i have for all the churches you know when you read the narratives where the bible says paul cried day and night to the people that he was teaching it just shows you that look eh, it's not about the money it's not about the cars it's not about the fame the paradox of walking in God's plan for your life is that even if you are facing physical unsafety, you are safe. Paul was an example of that. Physically, circumstantially, there was so much unsafety. He was experiencing so much. He was suffering. He was in danger. But he was in the safest place he could ever be. Oh, isn't that amazing to think about? You're always safe when you are the center of God's will for your life always look at Paul's life see because of the work he suffered even more but the goal was never convenience or ease it was the harvest of souls and he saw those things happen there were always resources when he needed to go to a certain place the, the disciples there put him in a basket let him down at the side of the wall so he could escape that's God providing resources for this guy that's success when they needed to have a place where they would settle, God raised a man called Barnabas to supply the needs of the church. He was a wealthy man. Supplied the needs of Paul himself. That's why he was able to do the ministry. Do you think his, his beans to travel from one place to another? Barnabas sponsored it. Sponsored the trips. God always made provision. That's what I'm trying to make you, make you see. So, so the sponsorship of God is seen with sustainable results and resources. Praise the name of Jesus. But see, after all that is said and done, what I'm trying to tell you is that in this journey called life, you're not alone. God still leads and speaks today. I, and I wish I had more time to talk about this. We, we had um, a prelude to this at Stretch. I don't know. I think when the teaching is out, you go check it out god leads and he speaks today the problem is not that god is not talking or god is silent is that he does speak sometimes we're not just receiving sometimes we're not just discerning enough when samuel was called by god severally samuel samuel he went to meet eli because he thought it was eli he couldn't discern that it was god speaking it sounded ordinary and familiar and many times god has spoken to you and it sounded like it was just you. Or it sounded like it was just a thought. But God has tried to speak to you. 
He wants you to respond because he wants to lead you. Praise the name of Jesus. Look at Psalm 23 verse 1 to 3. Read it very quickly. You know it already by heart, I hope. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I love that statement. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. This is a see this is a psalm that should mean more to you than any other time of your life now more than ever before the lord is your shepherd ah and you will not lack that's what the word wants means you will not lack anything you will not lack resources he makes you lie down in green pastures green pastures they signify they represent abundance fruitfulness fertility where things work things will always work for you that's what it's saying he leads you beside still waters so amidst the turbulence of life you'll be at, at, at the place of still waters there will be peace for you verse 3 and you see that he's the one that leads you do you see that he leads you beside those still waters so you see the leading of god there in verse 3 he restores your soul next year is going to be crazy and i'm not saying this as a prophet of doom next year you thought you saw crazy <laughs> you want to see crazy come to 2022 just step into the year it's going to be crazy i promise you but the good thing is that he will restore your soul you will not lose yourself because of the experiences of next year in fact you'll be strengthened you'll be restored even more and guess what he leads you on the path of I'm, I, I mean when i read the scripture i'm like david man i really wish you saw the fulfillment the totality of all you are saying because now we have great we have greater let me not get ahead of myself he said he, he leads us on the path of righteousness for his name's sake for his glory he leads you even on the path of righteousness when it comes to doing the right thing and living a life that is pleasing he's guiding you He's the one who makes you, causes you to will and do of his good pleasure. God works in you to make that happen. And you know, David wrote this several centuries ago, not knowing that, look, there could be better. That there will be a time that sons and daughters of God will be led directly by the Spirit of God. As Romans 8.14 says, it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Praise the name of Jesus. So you are led, dear believer, dear brother, dear sister. God leads. He still leads. He still leads. He's more intentional. When you look at the stories later across scripture, you see that he is the one who, meant, who takes that first step in leading. He is the one who called out to Abraham. He is the one who showed up in the burning bush to Moses. He is the one who called Paul. You see an intentionality with the Lord. When it comes to leading in fact i dare say that god is more intentional about leading you than you want to be led you, you cannot see you, you cannot see it any other way yes i know the truth is many times we expect to hear god or we expect to be led a certain way that when god actually leads us we don't realize it if, if a guy called samuel you know was going to be led by god this god that had been serving in the temple with Eli for how many years if he was going to have God lead him, he would have expected such a bright light, such an open vision. He would have expected something so dramatic. But what he heard was Samuel. Samuel! <laughs> That's all he heard. An ordinary voice that sounded like Eli. And so he missed God's leading. But thankfully, 
Eli recognized it and told him to respond. Look, next year is going to be a year of divine direction for you. It's going to be a year of supernatural navigation. That you're always on time with God's promises, always in tandem with God's direction. That the internal Google map of your spirit will be aligned. You know, the Google map can forehand. Normal Google map. We say, take a left. By the time you take that left, it's one way. Uh, police has caught you. Not the Holy Spirit. Not the map of the Spirit. Not that GPS of the Holy Spirit. He guides in accuracy. He guides all the time. And I'm going to show you how to literally be led by the Spirit every day of your life. You know, um, but, but let's ask, why do people deviate from God's plan? Why is it that people actually don't follow God's path for their life? I think there are so many reasons, but I think top of my list, you have confusion, right? Confusion. Um, a lot of people are confused and unsure of where they want to be, of what or what they want for themselves. Sometimes they, they, are, they are confused about their responsibilities and God's responsibilities. What am I supposed to do? What's my path? And what's God's part to play in this? Right. That's why some people out of confusion just make the wrong choices. Number two is comparison. I think comparison has a lot to do with um, why people do certain things. So because someone else is doing something, seeing the, the worst thing you can do is do something because everyone else is doing it. Ah, no, 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 no. That's a mistake. That's a very big mistake. Don't ever do something just because someone else is doing it. But we'll get to that. But because of toxic comparison, you see people doing other things. It looks nice. And you decide to go that path. A lot of people deviate from God's path for their life. And the last thing is, is association, right? Your peer pressure association. Some people do things because the people that matter the most in their lives have encouraged them to do those things. And while those people might be well-meaning and saying, oh, you know, maybe this will just help you, sometimes it's, it's a deviation from God's God's path, right? Some people can just come into your life and literally cause you, look, if someone just shifts your focus or shifts your alignment with God's plan by one degree, I want you to just imagine this in your head. Imagine that you have a, a point from where you are and you move one degree to the right, by the time you, you move from that point by one degree, let's say there's a straight line at 90 degrees, but you are at 91 degrees. By the time you extend it a little, it doesn't look like it's any di much difference, right? By the time you keep going, it doesn't look different at all. But by the time you keep going and extending that line, you see a wide difference from zero from 90 degrees, um, you know, and, and 91 degrees. A very big difference. And that's what prayer pressure a lot of times has caused. So, you know, this is very important to just have the right people around. People that also are sensitive and discerning to God's plan for your life. It, see, there's, there's no manuscript that anyone can write. There's no manual that anyone can show you and say, Hey, look at step one. Hey, Messi, look at number one. Number one, you're going to be a medical doctor for a few years. Then by the year 20, 2031, you know, you need to then um st you know start a church for two years after that you need to, no there's no manuscript that shows you all of that you are led as you go 
And I love the story of Paul. When you look at someone who is led, look at the life of Paul. Paul, as he was going for missionary journeys, there are times where he, as he's on the field, the Holy Spirit will nudge him and tell him, no, go to this place instead. There are times where Paul was going and he had a dream of a man from Macedonia telling him to come over. And that was God's way of telling him, look, you need to change your direction and start heading there. And when he went there, that's where the church of Macedonia started. That's where, you know, Paul referenced them in Second Corinthians where he says, you know, you've heard of the grace that was in the church in Macedonia, how they give. You know, that's how it happened because he, he yielded to God's call. When God tells you to do something, just bet it that, look, there will be sustainable results. Always. Every time. Right? But now let's get to the, the real deal of today. Um, how can you align your path with God's path? How can you do a proper path check to be sure that you are cal- recalibrated and realigned to God's path for your life? Um, this, you do this on your knees. Um, number one number one is discover what your path is. Discover. That's the first first thing to do. You need to discover that path. And some of you have already done this. But, you know, it's an ongoing discovery. Um, you discover more in the depths of it, do you understand? So maybe your calling is, maybe I should just lay it out to help you. There are different categories, there are different spaces where, you know, you can have a path. It could be career. Like in your career, it could be corporate, whether it's a 9 to 5, or it's a business you started, you know, for yourself. Um, you know that God wants you to 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 tow. It could be ministry. It could be ministry. By ministry, I'm talking about ministry to the Lord and His people. Um, whether it's as a pastor, an evangelist, an apostle, a teacher, you know, a prophet, whatever office office it is. Whether it's in a certain department of ministry, whatever it is, maybe that's what God has called you to do specifically. Whether it's in the academia, so we talked about career path, we talked about ministry path, there's the academia path. Some of you want to um, be notable people in the education, the academia sphere, as professors, as lecturers. So that's some, that's a path. Some of you, it's politics. It's politics. Some of you want to be leaders and change the fabric of 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 the nation through politics you want to change lives through politics you want to um, establish the will of god through politics that's a that's a path for some people it's entertainment and arts right just things that appeal to people and through this entertainment and arts um you know this is a path that god will have you change and light up your world for some of you it's philanthropy and this is something that is not commonly said your path can be philanthropy um, you know, God can make big, big, big things out of you through your heart of giving. You know, whether it's philanthropy, whether it's to underprivileged people or towards um, sustainable development goals, SDGs, whatever it is. These are actual paths that you can tow. I think this about covers everything. Maybe I'm missing something, but this about covers everything. But if you want to discover the path, the specific path God wants you to take, you do it on your knees, though. Ah, you need to do it on your knees. You need to check your passions, check your promptings and inclinations in prayer. God speaks. Whenever you approach prayer, always give time. I encourage people to do this. Whenever you pray, give time to listen. Whenever you pray, every time you pray, 
give room to listen have a book have a, a pen that you can write with have something to record your voice with you can listen you can listen in the place of prayer you can get instructions right some of you can get new instructions some of you can get reinforcements of previous instructions do you understand but check your passions many times when you're going into the sphere of of philanthropy or ministry or even politics every aspect actually there'll just be a growing desire to do that thing and you know it's from the lord many times when it's a selfless desire but it's not just for fame or or acclaimed wealth where it's it's to help other people check those passions check those promptings check the things you're more willing to do than others and many times those are ways of god speaking to you those are ways that god can um, establish a path for you right don't just do anything because someone else is doing it today you know people just do things because others are doing it don't just start a podcast or a blog or a vlog or a youtube channel or a business because everyone else has one you need to know why for sure this is it this is where you really put to test the scripture that says in all your ways acknowledge him don't take that first step until you're sure god wants you to take it that's the life you need to live a conscious leadership right conscious or let me say conscious followership a conscious and cautious followership um, of the spirit where you're not going to take a step until God has either has, either said, has either said it in the scriptures or he's saying it now but you will not make that first step do you understand you you can actually get confirmation if you have to start that podcast from the Lord or that blog it might seem small like God has better things to think about no you are you are that better thing he has to think about right the little things to you are big things to God so everyone is that important that he he wants you to make sure that you, you get it right you know so discover that's the first one number two is understand you need to understand this path by the time you've discovered it through prayer through fellowship i mean I, I, a very key point to remember is that in acts 13 from verse 1 to 3 you see the the prophets and teachers paul inclusive barnabas inclusive they were there gathered ministering to the lord and the lord spoke and said said pray unto me paul and barnabas for the word for which i will call them and in that moment they realized what god was sending them to do the path they were going to take to the gentiles right it was because they gathered it's because they prayed god spoke right be sensitive about the dreams you receive in the following days guys be sensitive about angelic activity in your life be sensitive about the scriptures you read the verses that pop out don't ignore them those promptings to do certain things don't ignore them don't ignore them god has a way of blowing things up you know for some of you maybe you you have a gift of of music you have a gift musically and you just didn't know you just feel like there are already so many people in that space what all to make you different and god has been just you've just been feeling a prompting to drop a song to record a song produce it mix it and, and and publish it and you're like but i don't know so many people who's going to listen to it if god said you should do it you better do it though he has a way of supernaturally announcing things that, that are his will look at the gathering in, in the upper room when these guys were praying they did no publicity they did not post anything on instagram nothing they were praying in the upper room in tongues and five thousand plus people gathered in one place come on that's divine announcement guys if god said you should do it just go ahead but let me continue number two understand 
you need to clearly define your path right and 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 what this means is understand what it takes understands where your part is where god's part is right if your part is to you know for you to be in the academia your part is for you to to study this get your phd you know apply for a job so 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 and so place that's your part god's part is to just cause favor to happen bring the right networks bring the right resources you know for you to even do your doctorate for you to even get a job for you to be in the space that he wants you to be just understand what it takes right you need to clearly determine also where there are deviations between the path where you have walked so far and the path god wants you to take this one is very important you have to review okay if this is where god wants me to take for sure then you have to understand that the past year that went by or the past years have have i deviated you need to understand if you've truly been aligned and identify the deviations so you need to understand what this path is understand what this calling is of the lord understand what it takes understand your part understand god's part the third one is sacrifice sacrifice for it the first one is discover it second one is understand the third one is sacrifice for it sacrifice for it so this has to deal with your your level of consecration i tell you that in everything god will ask you to do there will come in place where you will sacrifice when you look at luke chapter 9 from verse 23 i'm going to read it very quickly because of time from verse 23 to 25 luke chapter 9 it says and he said to them if any man will come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross daily 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 and follow me it, it looks like it's a cross you take up daily isn't it it is a cross you take up daily verse 24 for who, whosoever will save his life shall lose it if you're looking to gain everything to preserve yourself and to be comfortable you lose it but whatsoever you lose well, whosoever will lose his life for my sake the same shall save it for what a man sorry for what is a man advantaged if he gains the whole world and lose himself or be cast away look at that what shall a man gain if he profits the whole world and loses himself so it it it, it, a call to walk the path of god is a call to follow him completely it's a call to sacrifice it's a call to carry your cross there are things you sacrifice because of the path that you're going to take you sacrifice friends you sacrifice family you sacrifice job opportunities you sacrifice money opportunities financial opportunities you sacrifice public approval saying your, your your call is sensitive where god would have you walk is sensitive and there are things that people might not support it might seem unconventional it might seem strange to people you know maybe god has asked you for the work you have to do you need to leave where you are like he told abraham to a place that he doesn't know to a place that god will show him eventually as he goes and and that's a picture of leading by the way god might not give you all the details and tell you coordinates you know latitude 20 degrees longitude this is this that's where you find this spot it's there this is where i'm taking you to it's as simple as god saying leave where you are i'll show you where and it means that every step of the way you have to trust god you know that that defies pop culture that defies social expectations how can you just 
up and leave your family and go to a place you don't know from a strange voice you just heard. Come on. People will be skeptical when God asks you to do certain things. People will ask questions. But you are just 21. How can God be asking you to get married and then leave after you get married to so-so-so-and-so country? It might not make sense to people, but if you are sure it's the Lord, go for it. Go for it. Absolutely. Go for it. Praise the name of Jesus. But you must sacrifice for it. You must sacrifice. Praise the name of Jesus. Number four. Align and be content. Align and be content. I, I put these two together because after you've discovered where your path is, you understand that what it takes and you're going to sacrifice for it. You need to align and be content. You need to, to stand in a place where you, you must appreciate the parts you play in God's grand scheme and celebrate it wholeheartedly. For some people, it might be that God has said your path would be to be a pastor. I'm just giving you an example. To be a pastor. Maybe you didn't even imagine it to be a big place. But down the years, you become a pastor of a mega church with multiple branches. And that's huge. That's visible. While another person, God has said, you know what? In that church, you're going to be the media person. right? You're not even going to be the leader of the media team. You just be the ones project the one projecting scriptures for the, for this period of time for these many years. That's why I want you to serve. And you're like, ah, that seems small. That seems insignificant. But those of you who are in engineering, you understand what one gear can do in the, in a set of moving gears. If it's absent or it's not working, if one gear, have you seen a, a combination of moving gears? If one gear stops, what happens? Everything stops. There is nothing you can do to make that thing move if one stops. And that's why every single person, especially in a ministerial sense, is important. So you must learn to be content. You must learn to appreciate the parts that you play. Some of you might just be to run a business and that business is funding the work of God. When, when you pay your tithes, the ministry feels, feels your tithe. It might seem like it's insignificant, but I tell you it's doing something. Is doing something you are a part of God's plan you need to understand and appreciate that part celebrate it stay there don't rush the process and the journey don't rush it stay there right there are plants that that take a few months to harvest right there, there are some plants that come to mind in a few months they're harvested but there are some perennial crops that take several years to harvest stay in your process stay within the confines of your call don't try to overdo right where god has not told you to do do you understand don't go where god has not told you be content be okay where you are no matter the level if you if all the people that will ever hear your music eh, is, is 500 people but god asks you to do it please stay there it's fine do you understand what i'm saying i'm just giving examples right if I know God well, I know that he always wants us to go big. But at the end of the day, small sometimes can be good, can be okay. So appreciate the path God has asked you to take. You know, And of course, this path, like I said, is in times, is in seasons, is in durations, is in phases. Wherever it is at that particular time, stay there, be content with it. Praise the name of Jesus. Number five, innovate and think bigger. Innovate and think bigger. I know this almost sounds like the direct opposite of what I just said now, but it's not. I promise you. 
this this talks about ambition you know be ambition be ambitious i beg your pardon for the lord be absolutely ambitious for the lord on this path that you are walking see the bigger picture see the bigger picture you know there, when you walk on a path like just give you an example there are times this i remember one journey i took um walking from c school this was several years ago in secondary school we would walk from c school a papa to takwa bay and it's a, it's a two hour journey on feet or two hour three hour journey of on foot i can't remember um there are about two to three hours on foot so you walk all the way you walk all the way you walk all the way and do you know every one of us made it somehow but there were times where we would walk there were times where we would run to just you know spice things up and just try to get it quicker there were times where we crawled ah we could not take it anymore no no sir sorry we can't go on and you say eh you must move and so you are crawling and you're moving and you're pushing and you're resting on someone else for support see but there are times where you have to be quick right so that's how the journey of life is there are times where you will you will walk there are times where you will crawl when you don't have much strength there are times where you run but there are, there must be seasons where you fly there must be seasons of flight in your life there will be times where you are rising above what is what is normal what is expected that's what i'm trying to say there are times you must fly there are times where you rise above the status quo where you are innovating for the lord and that's where the distinction comes so your path this is please this is purely an example maybe your path is to be a car washer to wash cars right and you're just washing someone's car you use normal water you that's what god has called you to to wash cars and you're <laughs> and you're washing the car it looks nice it looks great you just use water and a rag no soap you know when you're ambitious the next time you use soap when you're ambitious next time you use a car polish to make it shine give it some sheen the next time you innovate and what do you do you you start to have your car wash different you start to wash places that are usually unreachable you wash the inside of the car the interior parts when you're innovating what do you do next you have have you ever seen that automatic car wash where all you need to do is drive through with all the machines washing and cleaning and doing all the work by themselves that's what i'm talking about if you're going to see distinction you need to think it's still on the same path but you're doing better than you were last time you innovate on the go that's what god wants you to do that's how to do the work of god to have an ambitious mindset that's what god wants us to do. see next year must meet you prepared praise the name of jesus next year must meet you prepared and and next year will meet you aligned with God's will every step from January 1st to December 31st, 2022. God wants you to be aligned with his will. He wants you to be aligned in your relationships. He wants you, and that's a very key thing. Your relationships matter. Remember what I said. God wants you to be aligned. Do you know God can lead you to the friends that he wants you to have, the associations? You know that God can lead you to the spouses and partners that you that would would be beneficial for your path. You know God can lead you to the church, to the community that would be great, that would be helpful and advantageous for your growth. Everything, see, in all your ways, acknowledge Him, 
acknowledge him, involve him, consider his leading, consider his direction, and he will direct your path. You have the Holy Spirit inside of you that he and he is guiding. It's his work. He moves, he motivates, he causes, he moves, he empowers. That's the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. You need to take advantage of it much more this new year. Well, guys, with everything I've said, I need you to remember. Hmm? I want you to remember that God is working in your favor. God is leading. You need to be humble enough to be taught by God. You need to be humble enough to figure out where you've messed up. See, let me tell you, let me tell you this. I'm just saying this. It's not true. <laughs> I'm just saying this. If if somehow I wake up tomorrow morning and the Lord speaks to me and tells me, ah, I did not tell you to to start Vivify, you know, as a fellowship back in school and, and to, to have it um, what it was. I just simply told you to have Bible study with your friends. And that was it. Just so people can grow each other. That's all. All this vivify, vivify. I don't send. I don't send you. If God tells me that, <laughs> and He will not. Amen. <laughs> if 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 I hear a voice like that, it's not. It's not the Lord. It cannot be. Um. You know, if that ever happens, see, and and it's true. A humble person would acknowledge where they've been wrong an honest person will say oh lord look i honestly thought that's what you wanted right with the numbers growing with resources coming in it felt like this was you right results and resources they were coming through and that's looked like your sponsorship i'm sorry lord what is it you want me to do remember how you used to love cooking yes lord i remember yes i've always wanted you to be a baker just bake pastries all day long and serve communities serve churches that's what i want you to do god what ba but god there's <laughs> you already have heidi baker the missionary i don't need you don't need another baker <laughs> that was a bad joke um but i mean <laughs> what i'm trying to say is there, there's a certain humility that comes with the leadership of the holy spirit you must be humble enough to realize where you've erred, where you've been sidetracked, where you where you've been where you've gone, you've been sidetracked when you've deviated. You need to be humble enough to acknowledge those times. You need to be you need to acknowledge where, even in the path God has called you to, you've decelerated. You've not been moving with the same passion. You've not been moving with the same energy as before. You it's died down. You it's died. God called you. And told you to do this and reach out to this community reach out to these people or start that business or or be involved in this particular thing but you you've slowed down everything you just said you know what I'll do it next year I'll do it when I have money you will not do it even when you have money that's the truth that's the truth if you're waiting for resources then you don't understand the calling of God God wants you to trust him if he said it, he will do it in your life. I need mean, to shock you. It will shock. It will shock. It will shock everyone. It will shock even you. That's the realm you are entering this, this next year. It's a year of leading. God will ask you to do strange things. Listen, guys. God will ask you to do strange things next year. And I want you to look away from your bank account. 
I want you to look away from your associations and the lack of associations, the lack of connections, the lack of networks. I want you to look to him alone. If God said I should do it, I will do it. It helps to, to get the right timing as well, the right leading, you know. But see, God, God leads actively. It's not an inactive thing. He's proactive about his leadership. God seeks to lead us more than we, are, more than we seek to, to be led by him. That's a fact. So walk this new year with that confidence that I am led by God. That my path, oh, it's in check. That my, my way is aligned to God's way. That my priorities are aligned to God's priorities. That my motivations are aligned with God's motivations. That's what I want you to be saying for the rest of 2022. That's your life. That even in your level of purity, the line to, God's, to what God expects of you. Every part of your life is recalibrated. Every part of your line, of your life is aligned. See, that's where it, it starts to. That's where the distinction comes in. That's when people start to look and say, "Man, this person's life is a testimony of surrender, a testimony of God's leadership." I'm telling you, you can never be wrong when you are you're following God's leading, but you must spend time on your knees, guys. Ah, you will pray. You will pray like never before. I encourage you, take out time to fast. Take out time to pray. Take out time to just listen. Take out time to listen. Take out time to study your Bible in the silent times of the night where there's no distraction. God speaks. God speaks. Learn to acknowledge that He speaks. Learn to respond when He speaks. When you feel that slightest prompting from your spirit to do certain things or go to certain places, do it. The more you do it, the better you, 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 you get at being led by God. Do you understand? Praise the name of Jesus. I hope you've learned something today. Now, I want you to turn into prayer. I want you to turn into prayer right now and just say, Lord, next year, I am led by you more and more. Even as this new year approaches, in this final days of 2021, Lord, help me to be yielded to your direction. Help me to be yielded to your leading completely. Help me to not lean on my own understanding, my own intellect, my own abilities. Help me to trust you. Help me to trust that you're making something beautiful out of my life. Help me to trust you that if you tell me to leave that job, I will leave it trusting you. If you tell me to leave this location, I will leave it without questions. If you tell me to start something, I will start it without thinking about resources because I trust you. Can you turn this to a prayer and also a commitment to the Lord, a commitment to his leadership, a commitment to trusting him, a commitment to following his way above your own way, a commitment to being humble about his leadership, to follow where he goes, to, to go where he sends. Just make that commitment right now to the Lord. Make that commitment to the Lord right now. Make that commitment to him. Make that commitment to him. Lord, my path will always be aligned to your will. In the name of Jesus. No excesses, no deviations. I stay on the path that you have set for me. I will be content with it. No matter how big, no matter how small, no matter how significant it may look, no matter how insignificant it may look, in the name of Jesus, 
I am content. I am content. I am content. I am content. I stay on this path, not sidetracked, not moved, not distracted. I stay focused. I stay motivated. I stay ambitious in the name of Jesus. I will see your goodness next year. I will see your favor next year in ways I've never seen before. In the name of Jesus, oh Lord, your leading comes easily to me. It comes, oh Lord, like second nature. In the name of Jesus, I am never confused. The Bible says that God is not the author of confusion. Oh, he brings clarity. So receive clarity right now. Receive clarity for your business. Receive clarity for that that, that opportunity that has presented itself to you. Receive clarity right now in the name of Jesus. At the end of the day, we all must give glory to the Lord. At the end of the day, we all must fulfill purpose, making Christ known to the world. So Lord, help us to know how to combine, know how to integrate secular things with your gospel, secular affairs like jobs and careers, how to integrate them for the greater good of the kingdom. Help us, Lord, give us that wisdom in the name of Jesus. Clarity with each passing day is mine. Clarity with each passing day is mine in the name of Jesus. I'm never confused. I'm never distraught. I'm never anxious. I know what to do when to do. I go along with the plan and the path that you set for me. I walk in tandem in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. That's my life next year. Clarity, direction, consistency, bravery and boldness in the name of Jesus. Resources, oh, are mine. Results are yielded in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, glorious God. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want to just say this before we wrap up that at the end of the day, a very good check on the path you are towing is, is the question, my fulfilling purpose this way? We've talked about it severally, how that purpose is doing the thing that we were created for in Christ Jesus. Not just created naturally, but created also supernaturally in Christ Jesus, new birth. That's what purpose is. And God has called us to be ministers of reconciliation. God has called us to walk in the newness of life. So everything that you do must lead up to that goal, must end up fulfilling purpose, must end up revealing Jesus to the world, must end up propagating the gospel of Christ to the world, whether it's your business, whether it's your academia, whether it's entertainment, whether it's philanthropy. It's not just enough to give rice rice packs and food and and pampas to kids and and sanitary pads to to girls who don't have access to it that's not enough what are you going to do with it as regards the kingdom of god are you going to win people through that platform
See, anything you do in the secular world must have a divine ulterior motive. It must have a purposeful ulterior motive. That's how you fulfill purpose. So whatever sphere, make sure that something is going into the ministry. Make sure something is going into world evangelism. Make sure something from your from the things you're doing is, is going to making the church of God stronger and better. Praise the name of Jesus. And that we will do till our last breath in Jesus' name. Amen. So Father, thank you for these ones. We are so grateful for a 2021 that has been so beautiful. It's been so great. We are grateful to you, O oh God. Thank you because you make all things good. Thank you, Lord, because even in the mistakes of this year, thank you, Lord, because you're the one who restores. You're the one who restores our soul. And, Lord, in the next year, we see much restoration. In the next year, we see more direction. We see more clarity to all that you've told us to do. Where we've seen in bits and pieces, next year we see in leaps and bounds. Lord, next year we see in bundles. We see clearly what you want us to do. We are led and we trust you. That's a commitment we are making to trust you in all our ways and not to lean on our own understanding, our ability or our intellect. We trust in you and you alone. Oh, thank you, precious Father. We love you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. This is officially the last Bible study service of the year 2021. If you are grateful to God on how far we have come, I want you to celebrate him right now and just thank him. It's been a wonderful year. A wonderful year. Thank you, Jesus. Next year will be better. I'm talking deeper revelation, more consistency in the things of God all round all round thank you jesus we love you i am super confident that this has been a blessing to you keep praying with it and let these words drive you to action to live in the fullness of the will of god for your life stick around for more god bless you i love you